Welcome back, close friends, to another episode of More Context, the podcast. This here is episode 15, uh, which happens to be, and today happens to be Friday, January 15th, which is the Founders Day for my sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So if you are a soror, happy Founders Day to you, soror. Um, and thank you for listening. Um, so... I, okay, first of all, I'm obviously I'm gonna jump right into it because that's just what I do. Um, starting with my pregnancy updates um, and anything pertaining to what I've been experiencing so far, anything that I've noticed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm not sure what week I told you I was last week. I'm starting to realize that it's kind of hard keeping up with these weeks. Um, Monday, I felt like. So my weeks change on Monday um, and Monday, for some reason, I thought I was like 21 weeks. Girl, I'm not. I'm like 19 weeks. Either way, I'm five months. I believe I'm pretty sure I'm 19 weeks. I will be um, 20 weeks this upcom upcoming Monday. But as of today, Friday, I am 19 weeks. I went to my doctor's appointment on Monday um and i got a full ultrasound done like the big ultrasound this is and this is the appointment where uh women typically find out when uh what sex they're having based on the ultrasound but i already knew but this time i did actually get to see like his penis or whatever so it is double confirmed that i am having a boy um but let me tell you how this man showed out showed out in his ultrasound so he already moves a lot just in general and even though he's really small i am at a point where i can tell the difference now between him and gas because before it was a little hard to tell the difference but now i can definitely tell the difference between him moving or if i actually or if it's just gas bubbles so and that just feels like like faint kind of like flutters i feel i feel like i can feel him like flipping or like tumbling and that just feels like little fu little flut <clears throat> <coughs> shit i don't know what just happened right there but hold on let me take a little little sip of my bubble tea mm. got a little choked up there didn't i <laughs> so um that just feels like little gas bubbles oh i mean <clears throat> It just feels like little flutters when I can feel like when I feel like he's tumbling. But um, sometimes, you know, I feel like I can just feel him like moving in general or whatever. Can't really differentiate between like him kicking or like whatever. But I can definitely feel him moving. Um, I'm not rushing me. And when I do feel him, I can feel him on the inside and not necessarily like sometimes I can feel him on the outside if I like press my stomach hard enough. But not all the time. I'm definitely not rushing that though because he's so active now that I just feel like he's probably gonna be like a handful um, when he does, act, like when as he grows and I can actually feel him moving, like I feel like he's gonna be moving all the time. Um, but in the doctor's appointment on Monday, he would not stop moving. He just moved and moved and moved and it's so funny because when i first saw him um on my first ultrasound when i was 10 weeks he was moving then and he was like 
not big at all and his his shoulders were just going ham and you could see that in um a previous podcast that I, when i had uploaded uh bonus clips on one of the <clears throat> previous youtube videos also speaking of which i do like to upload my both obviously the audio as well as i've started you know as of season two i've started uploading the visual to put to youtube and i apologize youtube you did not get um episode 14 something happened in my in my footage i think my footage got corrupted or something like that when i was like trying to transfer the video and all that stuff or whatever so i apologize um that youtube missed out on episode 14 and that was actually the episode that i talked about my road trip to montana and my experience and such but youtube didn't overly miss out because i still 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 have that vlog coming it's just sometimes it'd it be so hard to like revisit old footage because i'll be like kind of over it like <laughs> i i don't like really posting super outdated content and so like i'm trying to like force myself to um to get that footage together and just post it so i can be done with it because as for now it's just a lingering in the back of in the back of my head like this ponytail um <laughs> so i again I apologize to you youtube if you were expect uh, because i know you were expecting to see episode 14 but unfortunately that did not and will not happen because i just lost the video footage um if you want to get caught up you're just gonna have to listen to the audio and this video will be you know here for you to see but anyway um when so even when i was when i had went to my first ultra ultrasound appointment when i was like 10 or 11 weeks he was moving and like it was like he was just moving his shoulders but this time he was just like moving his whole his whole body he was like moving his shoulders his arms his leg and it was really cool and it was um it was really fun to just be able to see him i was i always joke like i wish i could have one of these ultrasound machines at home like i would just be looking in there like what you got going on or whatever but um so yeah i got to see uh, um i got to see his penis i got to see his head i got to see his spine i got to see his heartbeat um and you know in his body i got to see his hands his feet his torso essentially um and you know his profile or whatever but you know he just kept moving or whatever so the technician i thought it was hilarious the technician was like um she had me like stand up and like bend over and like do all these exercises basically to try to get him to turn to turn or to flip so that she could try to get like different angles or whatever right so i do all that and then get back to um then you know lay back down on the on the table or whatever and at this point this nigga kind of like put his thumb in his mouth like i mean that's all well and good but i'm chilling like i'm not moving or whatever and then and then he went to like put his hand up uh, uh, against his face like all right are y'all done because this is enough when i say i was weak i'm like yeah i know i know who baby this is for sure like he's pet oh he's petty he's definitely petty <laughs> so <laughs> so um i'm I, I i don't know if it sounds weird or not but I just feel like I see like certain personality traits already and like I'm not mad because I can't be mad at him for being shady. I can't be mad at him for being petty. I can't be mad at him for having a sense of humor, like for being active. All of all of those things I am like not mad at and I'm looking forward to seeing how they translate like in the real world. Like if 
if I am correct in thinking that he has the certain personality traits that I'm already like thinking that he has or whatever. But <clears throat> that leads me into, okay, so um, yes, that leads me into my point of like, where like the direction that i'm going in for this episode so because it's the new year and we're still at the top of the new year i see a lot of people you know posting like quote unquote their word for the year and that wasn't really my thing like i don't necessarily have a word for or didn't necessarily have a word for the new year like i just like to live my life and i like to you know set intentions obviously um but i didn't i never thought of like a word for the year and i wasn't going to look for one or like try to you know it just wasn't a thing like whatever it is what it is however one has come to me um this is and i feel like again this was not me looking for a word for 2021 but i have a word <laughs> for 2021 that has come to me based on exterior experiences. Um, and my word for 2021 is boundaries, um, intentional boundaries. Uh, and I, I'm definitely going to elaborate that, elaborate on that. But I got to start off by saying that, like, I, I definitely feel like we should all have boundaries when it comes to what brings us peace and what will help us remain peaceful. Um, I'm not a person that is easily offended or, um, or has like these set boundaries or like takes things personally, but I realized that, I realized that with me bringing a child into the world, my boundaries are looking a little different and, um, it isn't just about, you know, like not being offended by things or, you know, think something like that. But my boundaries more so look like how can I protect myself and how can I protect my family in addition to like making sure that I am always putting myself first and um, and I'm always moving with good intention and like I'm not letting other people's like thoughts and opinions and advice get to me in in a way that like emotionally moves me in an uncomfortable way if that makes sense and so um a couple of things happened this week that I just feel like uh provoked me having to say I gotta actually start setting some boundaries so um for starters I can let me just say this real quick before I even go any further because um, again, I say I realize like certain things as they go throughout the week. This is something that I've always known. And I guess it's a little different now because I am pregnant. And so it warrants more physical contact. Um, I said this in episode one, season one, episode one, um, when it was when we were talking about, you know, just getting to know me. And I think one of the questions obviously was what are your pet peeves? And obviously, um, my top one is mis miscellaneous noise as I have a heightened like noise sensitivity, but also physical touch. I don't like to be touched. I do not like to be touched. So, um, I don't like, uh, you know, when people laugh and like they falling all on you or like just, just like random touching, I don't like to be touched. And so I feel like I have to say that again, because being pregnant warrants 
more unwelcomed physical touching um people just kind of invite themselves to your body like they want to you know touch your belly and shit like that and i'm not really sure what makes people think that that's okay um i've never been i've never been that type of person to reach out and touch somebody's belly when um when they are pregnant um unless they invite me to do so but i can't even say i've ever actually felt the the urge to like initiate that kind of contact with somebody um and so i don't really want anybody to do that to me especially because right now i am so small that like i know i'm showing now or whatever but it's like i still feel like i have a regular stomach like yes it protrudes a little bit but to me it's like it doesn't even warrant <laughs> real physical contact and I, but I know that that sentiment won't change no matter how big I, I get or how small I remain. Like, I just don't want to be touched. Um, I, I, I would appreciate, I would appreciate if somebody asked first, like, oh, can I touch your belly or whatever? Um, and more than likely I might respectfully decline because it's like, for what? Like, it just feels like skin like it just feels like i don't know like what are you what are you touching for like i feel like i will only invite somebody to touch my belly if he was actually moving and i wanted you to feel that like oh shit feel this you know what i mean but other than that like what are we feeling for like what what are you touch what do you what are you touching like what do you you don't believe that i'm pregnant you got to see for yourself you got to feel for yourself like what's happening here so <laughs> Number one boundary, I still don't like to be touched. <laughs> and then, okay. So then on Monday at my at my doctor's appointment, after I see the ultrasound technician, I go into my next appointment and I'm talking to my midwife. Um, and this is the same person that I've talked to the entire time of my pregnancy. This is a new practice that I've I've visited. Um, I had an OBGYN and then I stopped going to her because my insurance changed and I felt like she was just too expensive for my insurance. Like she was good and I wasn't pregnant or nothing. I was just going for my pap smears anyway. So I felt like I like it I, I felt comfortable enough to like shop around for somebody new or whatever. But um and so like the OBGYN that I've been going to now is obviously new. Um, and you know, I, I started going to them because the, the doctor or the midwife I found or whatever is black or whatever. And sometimes that is like good, but then sometimes it's like not so great. Like, you know, not everybody is, I don't give a fuck what, what color they are. Not everybody is going to have your best interest in heart without putting their emotional needs first. And I say that because like, okay, I'm coming off this high of like being very excited after being in, a, in my appointment and seeing the baby move and stuff like that. And obviously I'm a first time mom or whatever. So we don't always know when's a good time to ask something or not ask something or if that's supposed to happen in another appointment or whatever. So, and then the last time, my last appointment, I went and I didn't have any questions. So this time I definitely went in with like, a few questions that I need that I needed to ask since I've started thinking about you know what my burden plan for me looks like etc etc so you know I my thing was like when I initially started going to her I didn't overly overly like like her that much like she didn't make me feel all that comfortable but I was like whatever like I've already started I've already started the process with her like I might as well just 
um, continue on. And that's not something that is always a good thing. It's like, I didn't, initially I didn't feel like I was settling. And now I definitely know that if I, if I was to continue going to this practice, I would be settling for somebody that doesn't make me comfortable. And I say that because, um, you know, so I go into, I go into my conversation with her this time around and I actually have questions and I'm like, yeah, so, um, I'm like, uh, my, like my questions are like, um, first of all, I start off by telling her what my burden that I've been, I've been thinking about my burden plan and what that looks like for me. And I have questions based on that. And she was like, already. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't know when it, when it's, it's too late to not think about it. Like, of course, already or whatever, right? Like, I'm five months. Why would I not want to start thinking about that? Which is a good thing that I did bring that up because now that let me that let me know that like this is the per the perfect time to be thinking about it because how I want to give birth, what that looks like for me, they don't do that at that practice. So either way, I would have I would have to been looking for a different midwife or whatever because I told her that I desire to for so long as I am continuing to be healthy and my pregnant my pregnancy is not complicated I, I have desires of having an at-home birth um or having birth giving birth in a birthing center and so when I said that like and obviously we have our mask on or whatever but when I said that you could see the judgment in her eyes like her eyes just got big and um, I didn't really like the judgment to be honest. And so, um, so she was like, and so I, I asked her, you know what I asked her something and she told me the reasons why people, why it's better to get, to give birth in the hospital. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, but she led, she led with fear and with the negative reasons why people, you know, give birth at a hospital. And I understand all of that. Um, but I don't feel like you should lead with that. Like nothing should ever be led out of fear-based biasms. And so that I already wasn't really fucking with that. I feel like you should be neutral. Like I understand some people believe more in science than they do in you know western medicine or like just natural med me natural medicine or just a natural process or whatever so um but then i proceeded to ask her the other questions that i had which were um what would cause a mother to have to have have to give birth via cesarean section and um she was like and one of her, her number one response was like of course all of her responses were very technical textbook and i understand that as well she's a doctor or whatever but um she was like you know um if a mother had already given birth to if a mother had already given birth via c-section then more than likely she would have to give birth via c-section again and you know i'm in my mind i'm just like checking things off my list like and i say out loud like oh well i I'm, i don't have to worry about that since you know this is my child since this is my first child since this is my first child and she's like oh i she was like i know i'm just i'm just telling you all the reasons why um a mother would have to have a c-section i'm like mm, attitude much but um so from there it was just kind of like the way she was answering my questions because my other question was like what would cause 
a woman to have to be induced as opposed to having her baby naturally you know so and then of course it was like textbook textbook responses or whatever i and i just feel like here's my thing i feel like her bedside manner could have been a lot more um compassionate and a lot more um softer and warmer especially because we are in times where we are all wearing masks and you can't pick up on you know facial expressions um how light someone is taking a subject if they're smiling or whatever um how sarcastic they're being and so you literally just have to read their eyes and i'm a good i'm a good energy reader in general but i can see like what you feel in your eyes or whatever and i'm like i feel like in a profession like that um especially when you're dealing with um pregnant women and their emotions especially first-time mothers um, I feel like you should have a little bit more compassion. Like your compassion should be elevated behind your mask because we can't we can't see the genuineness or the sincerity behind what you're saying. Cause all I got from that was just textbook um judgment, sarcasm, and I didn't like I didn't appreciate any of that. Um I feel like I feel like the conversation was too serious for um, for sarcasm, because I'm queen sarcasm all day. Like, sarcasm is what I motherfucking do, okay? <laughs> but um, that that was like the confirmation that I needed, that I definitely need to look more into, um, you know, a, a more local midwife and birthing centers in my area um, and like what what I really want my birthing plan to look like. Um, I've always trusted myself. I've always followed my intuition and that has never steered me wrong yet. And I don't intend for it to steer me wrong. And I feel like for so long as I trust myself and I not let like, I not let people like that try to scare me or, or perform scare tactics or, or project their own, um, thoughts and feelings and concerns on me then, um, then I will be fine. Right. Because I already, I'm already scared shitless to give birth like i think about that a lot like what it's like to, what it's like to give birth now granted i don't i don't care to know other women's birthing stories um especially if it's something where like like okay i take that back i do care to know other women's birthing stories for so long as they say it in a space of neutral neutrality and them just expressing their uh experiences but for a woman to kind of tell me their birthing story in a form of like this could happen to you or this is gonna happen to you or beware of this i don't like stuff like that um i over um when i was even talking about monday so clearly monday came with a lot of boundary a lot of boundary things that like just moved me in a weird way because also monday when i was expressing to instagram you know how my appointment went and stuff like that somebody was like and i was talking about how like i was excited to to see him and excited for him to come and stuff like that somebody was like oh yeah just wait until you get um three hemorrhoids and he and i'm like sis that is you not me we don't know what, what i'm gonna get like we don't know Stop trying to ruin my excitement and my joy by your because you had like experiences that you know were not the happiest or whatever. Like you're projecting hemorrhoids on me. <laughs> like stop projecting. Um, and then um, so it was like it's like stuff like that where it's like that's not okay. Like 
It's not okay in general for somebody to be happy about something, anything, and then because your experience wasn't what you wanted to be, you start projecting that shit on somebody else. Like that's not okay. Like unpack that over there, not over, not over here. Um, so I, I like you know that that got me like really thinking about just boundaries both both personally and on the internet because another thing that happens um monday was like you know i like i had gone to trader joe's and i had did like a little mini haul on the internet and i was like obviously i'm not gonna like i spent 129 dollars we've all we've all all gone to trader joe's if you haven't like you need to experience it for yourself um but i'm not gonna go into full detail about the things that i bought if you want to but i will share either my my must-haves um from when i do go or something that i've been wanting to try um just to think like the little the few things that like matter or whatever right so one of the things that i shared was like was like this frozen brown rice or whatever right and it's like out of all the things that i shared somebody asked me how much was the brown rice and i'm like why <laughs> And I know that like that's very minuscule, but here's my thing. I'm sharing this with y'all because like these are things that I like. You can choose to like them too. You can shoot, you can choose to have your own thoughts and opinions about it, but you can't expect me to just know how how much a grain is. Like some things are just Googleable. And then I mean, not even that. Rice, yo, rice, rice. If rice not in your budget, like, I don't even, I don't, it's just like, it's boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I answer every question. Like, I feel like I'm always willing to give all kinds of information. Um, but it's like certain things where it's like, why would you even, why would you even go out your way to type that? Like, why would you even, why would you do that? Like, why would you waste my time like that? And I think for some reason that just like really irritated me. And so I did not answer the question because like, what you want me to do? Go look at my receipt. I don't even know where the hell that receipt is. Um, and even if I did, like, I just don't know if I'm gonna go out my way to see how much rice costs. Like, I just don't want to do that. I'm sorry. Um, and I, I like, I feel like I'm like one of the nicest niggas on the internet, but like, that's where I draw the line. I'm not going out my way to tell you how much rice is. You gonna have to like figure that out for yourself. And if you can't get it, just put it back. Get something else. Get something else. Um, <laughs> but but it's, it, I, don't, I don't know. It's like, I know that, you know, again, I just, I'm learning to not, I'm learning to not just like go out my way or inconvenience myself to please somebody else and i'm a person that like i do i i like i want everybody to like me like i do i want everybody to love me but i also understand that i am not for everybody and i'm okay with that as well and so like i'm i'm not going out of i'm no i like i i because i am i always say like i don't know if i'm being inconvenienced or like I don't know if I'm being inconvenienced or like um, I'm just super adaptable for no reason, but I don't mind going out my way to please people or to answer a question or to um, do a favor or whatever. Like I, I literally, I legitimately don't mind that, but 
long gone are the days where like i'm going out my way to satisfy somebody else's needs i don't necessarily think i want to keep doing that because the outcome is not all, always like i don't and i don't do it to get something in return um but it's like when i do do it i'm not always like you know how you do something out of the kindness of your heart and you feel fulfilled and you're happy that you could do that for somebody uh, I don't always feel that feeling when I go out of my way to do something for somebody. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I could have just stayed my ass at home or something. Like, I don't know what it is. But, um, again, long gone are the days where, like, I am inconveniencing myself to make somebody else's life better when they really could have just did it themselves. Um, I feel like I got enough to worry about now. And I got enough on my plate now to where... Um, unless it's, unless I see the real benefit in you asking me that then, or unless I feel like I'm the only one that can give you that answer, or I'm the only one that could do that for you. Um, then I don't, I'm, I'm going to just start marinating more on like the, the things that's being asked of me, because normally I am somebody that'll, that'll low key kind of jump right on there and be like, sure, no problem. When actually sometimes it really is a problem. <laughs> like it be, it do be a problem. Um, but moving forward for my 2021, I'm definitely moving with the same intention that I move with every year. And that's just to live my life how I see fit and, you know, intentionally, um, to continue making myself happy and then, and then projecting that on, um, everybody else to make, to see how I, my presence or my thoughts, my opinions, my whatever can also make other people happy because, if we're not happy, then what are we even doing? Um, and I just, I know that I want to be happy, but I also want everybody to be happy. But I'm not going to go out my way or diminish my happiness to make somebody ha somebody else happy or whatever. But um, I, I, th I definitely think that now is a good time to uh, talk about what my year looked like last year. Um, and how what I envisioned my year to happen, the intentions that I had set for myself and the things that I wanted to, to achieve versus what actually became of it. Because last year was the first year I actually did do a, um, a vision board. And so I was definitely curious to see how that would manifest in real life. And I am looking at my vision board right now. But I do plan on um, I do plan on doing a full overview of like what came to fruition from my vision my vision board um how that came into fruition and then like what kind of didn't and the things that didn't were mostly because of the pandemic so I can't even be mad at that and if you don't I also wrote a blog post um I I, I actually don't write that often but I and I really want to because I am a, a pretty decent writer but I, I wrote a a blog post last year on how to create the best vision board for you and i'm gonna i'm gonna link that um description i'm gonna link the blog post in the description of this podcast or whatever um so that if you are looking to do a a, a vision board for 2021 what that kind of looks like i definitely feel like vision boards are about intentions and direction and not necessarily goal setting i'm not a goal a goal set i'm not a goal setter i feel like setting goals um can can put you in a one-track mind and kind of like make you hyper focused and can cause a little bit of anxiety and so um 
And so I've never been one to set goals because I don't like to live with, with like, or lead with disappointment or like lead so, so structurally where I feel like, where I feel like, like, oh, you know, if I, if I don't accomplish this then I've failed, but I do like to lead with some type of intention or vision to know, or to like have some type of idea where I would like for my year or my life or whatever to go or whatever. So some things that I had set for myself were like, so um, I know one thing in particularly I had set up, I have a picture of a house um, in Cancun and I have a picture of a house in Austin, Texas. And it's a reason behind those two. Um, so I put Austin because I wanted to do, well, both of those things were put on my vision board because I actually wanted to host, um, a group trip last year. You know, obviously we didn't know about the panorama or whatever, but I wanted to host like some girl, I wanted to host two girls trips. I wanted to host like one internationally and I wanted to host one domestically. And it's so funny how that kind of manifests itself in its own way because, um, I did actually go to, I did actually fly to Cancun's airport and I did actually stay in an Airbnb because I think that's where I got this picture from. However, I did not stay in Cancun. I actually went to Tulum in June um, and I stayed in an Airbnb, obviously. So that kind of manifested itself. And obviously I just went by myself because we in a panorama. We couldn't do a girl, I couldn't do a girl's trip because I wanted to do like a whole off girl, not just like me and my homegirls, but like I wanted to get together like like-minded people from like the internet that i've met only virtually or like a couple of people that i met um you know or like one time or whatever that i just felt like were all vibe or whatever because i know it'd be hard like meeting women like female friends just like in general but you know i'd be wanting to like make that exchange happen and then austin was like just a random city that i chose that would be cool for like a domestic kind of girls trip. It's like a lot of culture and a lot of things to do in Austin. And what's funny about that is while I did not go to Austin Austin this year, I was legitimately in the middle of like looking at flights for Austin and looking at um, Airbnbs or like hotels in Austin when my friend asked me to go to Montana. So um, she was like, do you have anything planned or whatever? And I was like, no, I just was really desperate to go somewhere. And I was about to just go to Austin or whatever. And so, um, and I've been to Austin before or whatever. And so instead of going to Austin, I had actually went to Man Montana. So that manifested itself in a different way. Um, something else that I had on my vision board was like a clothing, was some type of like clothing with my name on it or whatever. And that manifested itself into no context the um the collection that i had put out uh starting in march and that well i actually put the collection out in june but the idea came to me in march and that was because of the panorama and so had the panorama not happened you know that probably would not have unfolded unfolded the way it did because i was actually supposed to do that um that group solo trip <laughs> to Amsterdam and honestly that trip was actually making me really anxious and so I'm glad that the panorama happened the way it did because I was forced to cancel that and while I lost a little bit of money having to cancel that trip I made it back by doing the cloak by doing the uh the collection which by the way I think I have everything I need now to do to um 
to initiate a date for the second collection, the um, Aquarius season collection. Um, I'm just trying to solidify what date that would be so that when I do put it all out, I can also have everything ready to go um, when it's released and stuff like that. So stay tuned for that date for sure. If you are not already um, registered for the newsletter, please be sure to register for the newsletter because more than likely they'll hear it first. Um, but that is that is set to, set to go in the next few weeks or whatever. So, um, oh, another another thing that was on my vision board was a sunset and a sunrise because I told myself I wanted to see more sunsets and more sunrises, um, particularly more sunrises because that that would encourage me to continue waking up early with intention. And I have been up until the point when I got pregnant and I was like, listen, sleep is sleep. And I'm gonna wake up when I feel like it, but I would like to get myself back onto that morning routine or whatever. Um, and so, you know, I, I do feel like there is, I do feel like there is benefit in creating a, a vision board. I am definitely going to, I am definitely going to create another vision, another vision board this week. If you don't, if you don't have a vision board or don't believe in vision, actually, if you do vision boards and you, um, I want to encourage you not to share your vision board with anybody because, and it's getting so dark and my light died and I don't, I don't really want to, I hate pausing my stuff in between because it's like when you come back to it, like if I pause to turn the light on and I come back to it, I feel like I'm going to like fuck up the flow and it's going to feel like I need to edit it. And I don't really like editing my podcast. I, I just like talking and then I don't like cutting stuff out. So um, I, I apologize for it getting dark. I, I've had a long day and I've really been trying to just sit down and do this really quickly. Well, not really quickly, but I really just, I, I like to get my podcast out by a certain time on Friday. If you have not noticed, I've been pretty consistent with the days that I've been putting out my podcast, which typically now I like to put out the podcast Friday by five. And so I have been out all day. I had to return my, my punk ass rental car that I had from when I had gotten a fender bender. And I had went to Virginia and all this stuff. I had a meeting first thing in the morning. So I'm actually really tired. Um, so I apologize again if you're watching this and it's getting dark or whatever. I tried to turn on my salt lamp that had to help, but I dealt that. I mean, it did something, but like I said, my lighting died on me. My device that I'm recording on now um was low battery and I had to charge that for a few minutes to at least get it halfway to do this so just bear with me like everything is a process um of course I was like super irritated that I couldn't get the video out for YouTube last week um but you know it just is what it is you can't beat yourself up about shit like life is gonna happen how it wants to happen whether you like it the fuck or not okay <laughs> So, um, one thing I do want to mention though, as somebody who vows to not take advice from, um, anybody, as somebody who vows to particularly not take prenatal advice from anybody, I do want to say that I was gifted this birth, this book called Birthing From Within by Birthing From Within, an Extraordinary Guide to Childbirth Preparation by Pam England and Rob Horowitz. This is a really, 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 really good book. I've only read the first chapter so far, and it's um, it's like a few sections. I think it was like six, six, 
sections in the book in like the first chapter so just from me eating reading the first chapter like i was like yo this book is fire and um sarah the girl who sent it to me is a follower um it's someone who follows me i'm i'm not gonna i hate calling people followers it's someone who um followed me on instagram that i didn't even follow back i do now but i didn't even follow her back and i'm just like for me i feel like for somebody to know me on that kind of on that kind of level enough to know that this is something that i would thoroughly appreciate like i really be fucking with shit like that because you know people be like oh i'm gonna send you then you be like why would you send me this like <laughs> nothing about this resonates with me only everything about this resonates with me and so like if you are pregnant now um or if you are you know looking to be pregnant in the future i would highly 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 re recommend this book no matter what your take on um on like giving birth what that looks like for you if you are gung-ho about you know having your birth in a hospital and you believe in epidurals and whatever you believe in like if you believe in natural birth and whatever like i definitely feel like this is a good book like this is a really good book especially for first-time moms like i can't speak for you know um women who already have children because I don't know how comfortable you are with pregnancy, but as a first time mom, I super duper appreciate this book. And she got like three kids. So I think, I think she got three kids, but either way, again, I really appreciate y'all for pulling up on me. I really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, I definitely would encourage you to set your intentions for 2021 without necessarily overly focusing on your own goals i mean if you are a goal setting person do you like who the fuck am i to tell you not to set no goals for yourself the fuck but i want you to focus more on the intention behind the goals that you are setting because if you don't accomplish that goal then what you just gonna be mad no so like focus more on the intention at least behind your goal and lead with that lead with that being the motivation that you need to fulfill whatever journey you you want to take on or whatever um i'm definitely going to sit down and really think about what i want my year to look like as best as possible because obviously obviously we cannot control you know how our years are going to turn out and if we learn anything from the panorama then that is one thing that one lesson that you should get from that shit is you cannot control life like you literally cannot control life no matter how many ducks you think you got in your row somebody is going to come come uh, something is going to come around and smack the shit out of them ducks and now your ducks is all out of whack and shit so as long as you lead with good intention like your ducks will realign the way that they're supposed to um, it may not be the road that you were looking to have. It may not be one straight line. It may it may be like a little swirl or two lines. Because who said you can't have two lines? Um, but yeah, as long as you're like, you know, leading with good intention, your year and such will pan out exactly how it's supposed to pan out for you. And with that being said, I appreciate y'all so much. Please don't forget to rate definitely don't forget to subscribe both on whatever podcasting platform you you listen to um whether it's Sp uh, spotify or apple hit the subscribe button 
um if you are watching this on youtube please hit the subscribe button that would be like gucci that's actually i have like some vanity metrics in mind that i would like to accomplish um on youtube numbers really don't matter but there are there are things that i would like to that i would like to accomplish on youtube that would be like kind of cool to see me hit that target and they're like you know i got a lot of vanity i got a few vanity metric based quote unquote goals or targets that i would like to hit throughout the year and one of them has to do with a lot of the vanity metrics behind youtube so definitely subscribe hit the like button if you if you liked it if you didn't like it then don't do nothing like don't you know down don't dislike it don't hit the thumbs down just you know going about your business i definitely like to like to read comments so if you if you um if you related to anything that i had to say definitely be sure to drop a comment in the comment section um my podcast listeners please be sure please be sure to rate and review in apple Podcasts and whatever whatever other podcast listening platform that allows someone to review i don't know if google does or not but i'm available on google as well but anywhere that you can rate and review and you fuck with this go ahead and give it a little positive you know five star make me a five star bitch um <laughs> or you know and definitely like drop some kind words i love hearing it like i appreciate y'all reaching out to me via instagram and telling me what you thought of the podcast for sure um or even texting me and letting me know that you you know what you thought about what whatever episode like i, I of course i appreciate that but if you love it it means even more to me to drop those kind words somewhere publicly so that you know people can get a feel for it and people also people who not really sure if they want to pull up on it can get a feel for whether they want to pull up on it or not anyway that's all i got for you for now um i'll holla